bow our heads for prayer. Heavenly Father, as we continue our journey through this Lenten season, we are reminded again of your presence in our lives and the power of your word working to always strengthen that connection between you and your people. We pray, O oh Lord, that as we continue to look to you, that you would each and every day call to us and remind us that we are yours, that you would call to us, that we might recognize our own sin and disobedience and repent and turn to you and be forgiven. Lord, grant us your mercy. In Jesus' name, amen. Our Old Testament lesson this day reminds us of the whole role and task of a watchman. Watchmen were those who were appointed to, as the term says, to keep watch. To keep watch over a group of people who are encamped, to keep watch over a city, to make sure that its inhabitants were safe. That the enemy could not sneak up and destroy or steal or kill. Watchmen. In our Old Testament lesson, though, God uses the words from the prophet to remind the people of Israel that, that there's more to his watchmen than what they might think. Because, you see, it's the task of God's watchmen who are in that period of time where the prophets was their task to make sure that the people refrained from sinning, from falling away from God. And the task remains the same today. That we are to hold one another accountable to God's law. If we see a brother who is in trouble because he's sinning against God and living a life contrary to the word, then we are to speak to him, to call him back to repentance. And that's the job of the watchman. We see the prophets of God time and time again calling the children of Israel back to repentance. And why? Well, to understand that, we need to understand what sin does. Sin separates us from God. It keeps us apart from him, and sin also destroys our relationships with people around us in our lives. It creates these chasms.
We all know. We violate trust. How long does it take to rebuild that trust? If we sin against someone else, how long does it take to restore that relationship? And it's the same for God. The prophets call the people to repentance, remind them of their disobedience against God, and and yet the reaction of most people is, is, is what we heard in the latter part of our Old Testament lesson. Yet your people say, the way of the Lord is not just. See, the modern way of saying that is, it's not fair. I should be able to live life like I want to. I should be able to live on my terms. It's unfair that God asks me to live in a way that's different. And then we might tack on some other phrases like, it's no fun being a Christian. Okay, just a quick survey here. You guys have been Christians, most of you, for a while. How many of you have absolutely no fun? Put your hand down, Kelly. As if somehow fun is the end all of all things. Usually what it means is more in terms of, I'd really like to do the sinful things, and it's unfair that I can't do the sinful things. And so I just want to ignore God and do the sinful things, which is why God sends the prophets to say, "Uh, uh, uh-uh-uh. I called you to be a people distinct and different and set apart. A people who live lives not in a selfish way, but a people who live their lives in a way that cares for other people. Not to be a people who think only of themselves and their own lot in life, but to be a a people who think about my kingdom and how to extend my kingdom to others. In our New Testament, see what God does now is he provides his own son, and it's his own son who's the watchman. It's his own son who holds the key to unlocking God's grace and forgiveness for our lives. It's the son that God sends into this world to proclaim to us that the time has come. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the good news. And the good news is this. That Jesus Christ died for our sins to bridge that chasm with the very cross upon which he died. Destroy the power of sin, death, and the devil himself over our lives. And in so doing, he opens up the way of salvation 
for us. God calls us to live a new life in Christ. Doesn't mean we're going to be perfect. What it does mean is that as we are focused on Christ and his gift of grace to us, that we are a forgiven people. And in that forgiveness, empowered to live in different ways. Not in the ways of the world, but in the ways of Christ. Empowered by the word of God itself. To live, to breathe, to walk as examples of Christ's love to the world around us. It's not our goal in life to live in disobedience to God, but rather in response to his love for us. For you see, he is the one who died on the cross for our sins. His blood was shed to wash us clean. And you see, that's the difference. Because as sinners, and you think about it this way, as sinners, we are no different from the rest of the world. When you look at the unbelievers that you know in your lives, as sinners, you are no different than they are. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and no one is righteous, not even one. But it's in the cross of Christ, as we look to the cross of Christ, that we remember his promise that all who believe in me shall not perish. Their sins are washed away and atoned for. They are declared holy and righteous in my sight, not because they're better than other people, but because Christ, my son, died for them. It's a great handle, if you will used to talk to people. Sometimes as Christians, we might receive the accusation, you think you're better than us. To which we respond, no. I'm the same as you. I'm a sinner in rebellion against God. And I need his grace in my life just like you do. I need his forgiveness just like you do. I need Christ, and so do you. We're journeying toward the cross. And it's the cross that makes all the difference in our lives, for here, and for eternity. How do we stand? As Paul writes in 1 Corinthians, against the schemes, the temptations, the tests, we stand with Christ. We look to the cross and we have his strength. Hear the call of the watchman. His name is Jesus, and he calls you by name to live with him and to walk in his ways and to dwell in his grace and mercy here and forever.
He watches over our lives, never giving up on us, but always, always reminding us of his love. Hear the call of the watchman. Come unto me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. In Jesus' name, amen. And now may the peace of God, which passes all of our human understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the true faith of God in Christ Jesus and to life everlasting. Amen.